welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer, and I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand. I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies, and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting. I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy and strong to carry out your life, okay? (laughs) On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times, We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more. All the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hey, beautiful people. How are you? I hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you so much for pressing play and for joining me. Totally feeling froggy today. (laughs) If you hear it in my voice, it is not first thing in the morning. I just have this kind of like frogginess going on. So, um, sorry about that in advance, but we're here nonetheless and we're getting it done. So today, as you saw, we are talking about tips from recovering from soreness. Now, interestingly, I feel like I've touched on this in a couple of Q and A's, but I don't think I've ever had an episode dedicated to this. However, I, it's like shameful that over, I don't know, 300 episodes or whatever we, I've not talked about this because I get this question so much. Usually when I get it is like week day five of the (laughs) eight week program, uh, when we do our eight, eight week fat loss challenge. It's always the end of that first week. I asked for a check-in and, um, it's not a question on there. You know, I'll have different, you know, questions that I prompt the participants and all of you who have done it like know this. And I always have a part for questions and truly like it has come up. I'm not exaggerating at least a hundred times out of like the hundreds of ladies who've gone through the program <clears throat> who have asked, but what do I do for soreness? <laughs> and like, I'm really dying here. What do I do for soreness? And now I've started including it as part of like the week one kind of package of like, and anticipate some soreness and here's what to do. But I figured we could talk about it today with all of you who have maybe not done a challenge with me or who maybe when we did, you have not been sore and now you're up leveling your workouts, all different things. Like there's, you know, lots of different reasons that we are sore right now. I am in my third trimester of pregnancy and my workouts are not as intense as they are when I'm not in my third trimester of pregnancy. So chances are once I, you know, have the baby and hopefully I'm cleared and everything looks good after this baby, you know, that when I get back to working out after all the core rebuilding and everything that I'm going to do, because I take my time and do things smart and strategically, 
But when, when I get back into some lifting workouts, I'm sure I'm going to be sore. Like there's all different reasons why we might, or sometimes, you know, when I'm not pregnant, but I'm working out regularly and I just really up level a workout or do something I haven't done in a while, you know, muscles that we haven't had are sore. Actually, the most recent time I can remember being sore, I was pregnant. I was early on in the first trimester and my sister and I went and took a self-defense class. And I love doing kind of, um, you know, sometimes you'll see in the hit portions the chasing greatness group or the eight week challenge, I'll use like jabs and uppercuts and knees because those are low impact, high intensity cardio moves. But I don't typically like hit a bag and we went to the self-defense class, which was awesome. But we were like work, you know, hitting on the bags and we practiced like chasing each other with shields. Like you had to fight off the shield, you know? And the next day I woke up and we both talked to each other and we're like, are you sore? Are you, oh my goodness. Like these are muscles I've not used in so long. The twisting and the whatever, like I trained my lats, but something was awake back there that I have not used in a long time. So soreness happens. Okay. Let's get into ways that we can mitigate it and hopefully recover faster so that we can come back to our next workout or our next training session. So number one is to hydrate. Water goes a long way in both preventing, but also then helping out soreness to kind of flush the body. And we obviously don't want to overhydrate. I always recommend 80 to 100 ounces of water. So I'd shoot to get that. And, you know, our bodies are made up of a big portion of water. So just making sure that we're doing everything that we can to keep our systems firing and doing what they need to do so that our body can recover just helps the process a lot. <clears throat> Tip number two is to get your protein in. Protein is very big for muscle recovery. This is another one that we can be proactive about making sure I, I honestly often do. And a lot of, even if you've done my YouTube workout videos, a lot of times I'm like, all right, have a great rest of your day. Get some protein in, get some water. See you later. Like, I feel like I do say it at a lot of the end of it to like, yes, go get protein. And protein actually, if it's right after, immediately after your workout, carbs can also help aid muscle recovery and top your glycogen stores back off if you just depleted them from your workout, especially if it was an intense one. But protein is going to help your muscles recover and get ready for their next round. Because when we're working out, specifically when we're lifting weights or doing strength training, whether it's your body weight or bands or TRX or anything like that, we are actually ripping the muscle fibers so that they grow back stronger. So they need the support of water and protein to be able to repair themselves. Oh, did I even put this on here? I was just going to say, and sleep. I don't have sleep on the list. Probably because all of you want to hit me over the head when I tell you to sleep because it's such a big pillar of help, of health rather. But a lot of times there's just so much out of our control that it's like, yes, Brittany, I would love to sleep seven to nine hours a night, but that's not always the case. So I get that. And I'm not going to harp on this state, but that should be on there because water, protein, and sleep is definitely what aids muscle recovery the most. Uh, but I won't beat the, the horse today about sleep. So tip number three, if you're super sore, like this is like you woke up, you're like, this ship has sailed. Maybe you got protein and maybe you didn't, but you still are sore. Maybe you hydrated, maybe you didn't. You're still really sore. Okay. Tip number three is to move your body. Now, no, I don't want you to work out a particular muscle group that's sore. Say you just did arms yesterday and your biceps are so sore. Like you feel like you can't even straighten your arm out because it feels like tight and like you're still holding a dumbbell there. 
you're not going to go train arms today. Okay. You need at least today to recover. So I don't mean go do some bicep curls. What I do mean is go for a walk, let your arms swing by their sides. You know, when your legs are really sore, we usually want to avoid moving when we're sore because we feel it. You know, if our glutes are really sore, our quads, the front of our thighs, if they feel really tight and sore, we don't want to walk upstairs because like, ooh, 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 or even downstairs. What is best for you right now is to go for a walk, to get on the elliptical or the treadmill or something where, or a bike, like a light stationary bike, don't crank up the resistance, which might, you know, push the muscles too much, but just break it up, break up the soreness, get the blood flow going, sending blood to those muscles is what's going to help them recover faster. So it's actually really good to break it up the next day. There's been times like I've said myself, or I've heard clients say, Oh man, like, um, there's one hike we like to do close to our house that has a lot of stairs. And I've said that before to my husband, like, Oh man, after a leg day like this, but it's actually the best thing that you can do. Not too much. Again, like stairs can be a little bit resistance training ish, but walking in particular is great. Okay. Two more practical tips to recover from soreness and get moving faster is Epsom salt baths. This is usually when I do share this uh, with people who ask whether it's in a challenge or somebody just DMs me and says like, Hey, how do I combat the soreness? I usually share the first couple tips and then I'm like, but if you've got extra time or, or if you're a little bougie, like do this because I get it. Um, baths just sometimes seem like a luxury that we do not have again all the time for, but Epsom salt is shown and there's research to it, um, helping your muscles to recover faster. So if you have, you know, an extra 20 minutes that you can soak in there, that is going to give you a lot of bang for your buck for that little bit of time. Okay. Last one in recovering from muscle soreness, this is not really going to help you the day of, but kind of just a mentality to have, especially if you really don't like being sore because <laughs> some people enjoy it and they're like, Ooh, good to know. I worked that. Some people are very turned off by it and don't like feeling like that. So they don't want to work out again because they don't want to feel like that. So my last tip for you is to actually stay consistent. It is very hard to keep confronting the same soreness and you're not going to push through it unless you actually get a regular workout routine going. Because if you're doing the like once every couple of weeks workout thing, then you are going to stay in that pattern of being really sore, doing nothing for a while, working out, being really sore, doing nothing for a while. So it's kind of something you also have to push through and work through. Like I mentioned, don't work out a muscle group when it's still sore. And sometimes when you're newer to something, you're going to stay sore longer. Even the other day, I hadn't done split body part workouts in a while. I'd been doing a lot of full body workouts, but I went to film for the Chasing Greatness group and we had to do kickstand RDLs, which is basically like a one-legged RDL kind of. And my hamstrings were sore for like five days. Like I'm not kidding, five to seven days where usually if I do legs, I can turn around, do legs again in two or three days. Um, so if that is happening, you know, or you just really went hard in the paint one day, you don't want to, like I said, work that same muscle group resistance wise. You want to be able to let it heal, get blood flow to it, do the like cardio and whatever to break it up, but don't strength train it again. So you're going to get yourself in a pickle. If you work out like once a week and everything's still sore for a whole week, then you can't train again. Like you got to just try to get in a pattern where I do recommend at least three times a week doing strength training. And that's going to also probably help 
keep you just feeling good all the time, not debilitating, (laughs) debilitating soreness after a workout. All right. I hope that's helpful and that you could just start applying it right now. I tried to make it. So next episode, we are talking about reframing how you look at food and looking at what you can and should eat versus what you cannot eat and talk about some examples of that too. I have a freebie for you from that episode. So stay tuned for that. And I will talk to you then. Have a great rest of your day. 